0: Whatever your big, wild, crazy dreams are for this year, I promise you they are achievable and you can move them forward rapidly. That is not marketing speak, that is not magical thinking. If you learn to live this methodology, if you are willing to do the deeper healing and growth work, the subconscious reprogramming, you change how you engage with life. And when you change how you engage with life, life responds to you differently. That is just how it works. Hey friends, welcome back to the Make It Inevitable podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Zamora, and I first want to wish you a very happy new year. We are in 2024. We made it. This is a big year in a lot of ways, and I hope those of you that celebrated the holidays, those of you that took time off, enjoyed your time, enjoyed the end of your year, enjoyed time with family or if that whatever traditions are right for you, and if you didn't, then I hope that you've just had a great week since I last chatted with you. I, in this conversation, I want to talk about the New Year's. So, a lot of people, a lot of marketing will go with this whole idea of New Year, new me. And I used to fall prey to this this idea that the first day of the month, the next Monday, my birthday, the new calendar year would be this magical turning point where suddenly everything will be different. I will be different. And not only will I be different, but I will be perfect in that. I will always get exactly the amount of water that I need. I will wake up at 5 a.m. and I will do all 70 things on my morning routine list every day. I will start training for the half marathon. I will get the new job and launch my business. I'll start writing my book. We go a little crazy and that can be because of the excitement and the energy of a fresh start, a fresh beginning. And there are times that using that as a leverage point can work wonders for us, absolute wonders for us. There are many times that we can say on Monday, I will start this. On the first of next month, I will do this. At the start of the calendar year, it's going to be different in this way. And and some times and some people and personality types, this works amazingly for. And we celebrate that. That's wonderful. Yay. For many of us, we get a little overzealous and we set ourselves up for failure. New year, new me. And we make grand plans. At least I did. Maybe some of you resonate with this. Maybe some of you have your own version. I loved to create the grandest plans about what would be different on my birthday, on the new year, at the start of the month, whatever it was. And in particular, my journey online, specifically my very first blog back in like 2006 was, uh, based around the countdown to my next birthday. So I started around my birthday and it was, I made this, this huge list that everything that would be different by my my next birthday, because I really believed If I could change all of those external things, then I would be happier and healthier. I would be more fulfilled. I would be everything that I thought I wanted to be, whatever. Like I thought, if I can do all these things perfectly by my next birthday, I'll be perfect. I'll be happy. I'll be fulfilled. I'll be all these things, which weren't going to happen until I did the inner work. But I am guilty and I am a personality type that has very much (laughs) done the whole grand plan, new year knew me and then a handful of days or weeks in i have bombed epically or we miss that one thing we're perfect for a few days and then we miss one thing and we spiral out of control because we're just we knew it we knew we could never change so the idea of new year's resolutions for some are helpful and supportive and for many are not because this idea of resolving to suddenly be different without doing the inner work without being intentional and without understanding how change really occurs, it sets us up for failure. And when we fail, then we tell stories about ourselves. We reinforce the trauma, the core wounds, the limiting beliefs about ourselves, the judgments we have, the interpretations, all the nasty things that have ever been said to us. And we spiral and we go backwards. And then we wait until the next calendar new year or the next milestone of the year to try again and do it again. We'll also often invest in things that are speaking directly to those pain points. There is a lot of New Year's marketing that goes on. And that's not necessarily bad. There are many beautiful and supportive tools out there, programs, challenges, whatever it might be, offerings that really do support people with this time of year, people who are really looking to make certain changes. And so if those are aligned with you, awesome. This is not judgment. This is not saying that you should never sign up for anything that's New Year's marketing. but. We have to be wary of that. We have to be wary of the fact that there is this pattern that many of us fall into of resolving to be different, either slightly or massively, failing fairly quickly at some point within January, and then we're getting hit with all this marketing to sign up for the thing that will actually help us stick to it. We might invest in something that isn't actually supportive because it's focused on the external goals and not the internal healing, or we use all that marketing as of reinforcement that we suck. We're not good enough. We can't do it on our own. We're never going to change whatever things we tell ourselves. When it comes to this idea of new year, new me, I want us to focus differently. And this is, if you're watching this at any point in the year, this is relevant to creating massive transformation and change in your life quickly and in a lasting way. So, Instead of new year, new me, instead of new year's resolutions, we want to look at new year, new embodied way of being, and new experiences all around. So, new year, you can change that out to new month, new goal, new Monday, wherever you're at, this fits. But the embodied way of being is the work that we want to focus on. If this next year, if this next month, if this next season, you want to have New experiences, different experiences, new and different, better outcomes around whatever your goals might be, whatever areas of your life and work that you want to shift. It comes down to your embodied way of being. We talk about way of being work on the show constantly, even when I'm not using those words. Energetics is embodiment. It is way of being work tapping into that future consciousness of who we want to be and pulling them into the now, that is way of being work. Way of being work is not fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it has its place. But more often than not, when we're faking it, trying to make it, we're not really shifting anything internally. We're we're pretending to be in a certain state that we might not actually be able to hold. We're trying to move and be like somebody without really being tapped into the energy and the frequency and the consciousness of that. And that is the difference. Now, everything on this show and our conversations, it's very important to me that this is grounded in reality for you and not woo-woo, magical thinking, way out there, all of these things that can really just make it hard for this to actually work because we're just kind of fluffing it up and saying things without really understanding what they mean. So none of this is woo-woo, pie-in-the-sky, magical thinking. I want to ground this in reality for us. way of being work is shifting how we hold ourselves, the energy and the frequency from which we come from. So if I, if my new year's resolution or goal, my new year, new me goal is to become a public speaker, to launch a business, to buy land and own a homestead, to meet my partner for life, to insert whatever your goal might be, what we need to do is tap into the consciousness of the version of us that has that. It's not just about painting a picture of how they are, how they dress, how they look, how they move, what they do, who they're surrounded by. This, These are all useful tools that we can use to come up with this way of being, but we want to go deeper. Who is the me that has what I want? Who is the me, we'll use me as an example, that is back to and beyond the best health I've ever been in? Who is the me that is the healthiest version of me? who is climbing mountains and running half marathons and speaking on stages and doing incredible work in the world in all the ways that I want to. Who is she? Not just how she looks, not just how she dresses, not just where she is and what she does and how her morning looks. Who is she on a frequency level? Energetics and frequency are about the state that we're vibrating at. And this is, again, this is not like, ooh, vibrate just right and you'll vibrate in different things that you want this is energy is everything and everything is energy we are energy based beings everything in this universe everything in this world vibrates at a certain frequency tuning forks are a great way of how we see this if you hit a certain tuning fork that vibrates at a certain frequency everything else in the room that vibrates at that same frequency you'll hear it it'll start to vibrate whereas things that don't won't vibrate We're constantly vibrating at certain frequencies and we can understand this better when we understand, think about the different states that you're in. So if I am angry and depressed and I have low self-worth, how I carry myself is different than if I'm feeling confident and worthy and loved and clear and aligned with my purpose. There's a way that we carry ourselves differently. Confidence is a frequency. Decision is a frequency. When we're decided about something, we carry ourselves differently. We vibrate differently. Our way of being wholly, fully, spiritually, energetically, nervous system, body, how we carry ourselves, how we engage with life is different than if we're wobbly. Maybe I might try that. I don't know. I'm not too sure. We move differently. Not only do we move differently, but where that movement, that doing that being comes from is a different frequency. It's a different state. We can feel that. You can feel the energetic difference of frequency between confidence and low self-worth, self-doubt, fear, worry, confidence, high self-worth, belief in ourself. It's not just that we're standing up taller. That can help physiologically to hold ourselves differently, to do the Wonder Woman pose, to stand up straight, to breathe more deeply, to rest into the somatics of. And we're gonna do a whole somatics of series in the coming month or two, where we're gonna talk about how we actually embody somatically the different states, the somatics of receiving, the somatics of confidence. When we're operating from a certain frequency, a different frequency, we hold ourselves differently. And you can test this out. Think of a time you were confident. What was the energetic state underneath how you stood, how you spoke, how you moved, how you thought, how you believed, how you acted? You might even wear the same clothes between when you feel low self-worth, but you exist inside of them differently and not just how you physically feel and move and stand. The energy beneath that, the vibration beneath that, the frequency that you move from is different. So, new year, new embodied way of being, new experiences all around. If we want to create different outcomes, different results, if we want to align with different people and possibilities and opportunities, if we want to attract different things and finally write that book or speak or move across country. Who is the you that has that? This can be achieved through visualization. You can write about it, but it's really about getting a sense of that version of self. Yes, what they do, how they move, how they look, all of those things. But once you get that, can you drop in deeper? What is the frequency at which they move from? That underlying state. And a way to do this, if it's difficult to tap into that, is think about the qualities of who you are when you have what you want. That version of self might be confident. They might be more grounded. They might have more trust. They might feel more supported. They might feel clearer, more on purpose. They might be excited and energized because they're healthy and they're happy. And based on those qualities, can you think of times that you felt that or something similar? How did that feel in your body? And can you bring all of those things together And bring them into your state now. The way that we collapse time, the way that we become a clearing for, an opening for, a pathway for, what we want to move towards us as we move towards it is through our way of being. Because when I am confident, when I am genuinely, fully embodied, energetically moving through life as the me who has the things that I want, even when I don't yet, I am aligning with them. We are Engaging with life and the universe and the world around us differently, and therefore it responds differently to us. This is not magical thinking. When you are confident and you are moving through your office or your house with your family, situations are different. People respond to us differently because of the state and the frequency that we're in. Some of that is our perception is different. Because if I am coming from confidence, if I'm coming from strength and certainty and clarity and enthusiasm, How I perceive things will be different, for sure, and life and the people around us respond to us differently. We are now operating as a different tuning fork, and so things that are of a similar frequency are more likely to stand out to us, respond to us, come towards us. We're more able to see them because we're in a state of openness versus closure versus feeling like we're a piece of crap and we're not worthy and we're not cut out. So this is how frequency and energetics work. This is how we align with the things that we want. doesn't mean that it happens instantly or overnight, but the more that we can hold that embodied way of being, the more likely and able and easily we're able to create what we want. So coming into the new year, rather than just chanting new year, new me, rather than just making our big lists of resolutions, rather than just hoping that we're going to be different, we have to follow the methodology. What do we really desire? So all the things that we set out to achieve in the new year have to be things that we truly desire. They have to be things that are right and aligned for us, not the things that we think we should want or should have, that other people want for us. If you're deciding that this is a year that you're going to start public speaking because that'll make your mom proud and that'll make your ex jealous and whatever else, really, truly, you want to enroll in art classes and make pottery, and that's how you want to spend your year, it's going to be very difficult for you to hold the way of being and to do all the things you need to do to bring that speaking goal to life. And even if you can, you're going to feel miserable. You might not be able to hold it. That's the first step of this methodology. Desire. What do you desire and is it anchored in your truth and your purpose? Are all of the things that you're striving to achieve this coming year truly aligned for you? And if you don't know, please consider Actualize. It's the first module that we do before we go into activation and actualization and eventually amplifying our purpose. We come into alignment. We get to know ourselves and what we really want. We clear away everything that's in the way of that. So we have to come into alignment to do this, to be clear on our desire. If you, if you don't know what you really want, that's the work. It's alignment work. It's deconditioning work. It's getting to know yourself work. Once we know what we desire, we have to do the work to eliminate our stoppers. It's hard to tap into, let alone pull into the present and embody a way of being that we can't see, believe, in, hold because of trauma, because of unprocessed emotions, because of a subconscious winning strategy that constantly rips us out of that. We have to eliminate the stoppers, the things that keep us from doing what we need to do, keep us from being fully embodied. And then we have to decide and declare. We have to decide that it is happening. Now, many times when we make resolutions, when we shout new year, new me from the rooftops, in a way we are deciding. The reason that this doesn't hold is it's often not rooted in our desires and it's often without addressing the stoppers, the things that will derail us, the things that will cause self-sabotage. So we can decide new year, new me, but I don't even want to be this me. I don't even want half the things on my list. And also I'm not going to look at my traumas or my subconscious winning strategy and programming. I'm just going to power forward and then I'm going to beat myself up when I self-sabotage or fall off track like most people do. So decision and declaration doesn't matter. You can declare all day long, new year, new me. You can decide that you're going to start January 1st, whatever day, and be completely different. But if you don't look at the things that are going to crop up and stop you, trauma, core wounding, subconscious programming, winning strategies, it's going to be very difficult to hold that. And if your list of things that you want to do and achieve and be aren't things that are aligned for you, it's going to be hard to achieve and hold that. Then we get into the way of being work. So we have to do these first steps. It has to be rooted in desire. We have to eliminate and work with our stoppers as they come up. We have to decide and declare from a clean, free, leveraged space. We have to keep going back through those things as often as we need. And once we do that, we can step into an embodied way of being. When we step into way of being work, we become a clearing for what it is that we want we become a magnet for it because as we move towards it it can move towards us right we're we're on the right frequency we are moving doing being from that place of being the person who has it so we are deeply aligned with it and we're constantly looking at the stoppers as we get thrown off and doing that as we get pulled out of that embodied way of being we go back to it and we come out we work on those stoppers that come up, we tack back into our desires, we decide and declare, we anchor back into that, and we step back into the way of being until it just becomes our way of being. So we're taking that future us, we're pulling them into the now. And in doing that, that makes what we want happening far more possible. We shift the odds in our favor, and we align with it. And we make that timeline accelerated because rather than Hoping and wishing that one day we'll have that. We are actively in every cell of our being and everything that we are doing, we are aligned with it. We are that person who has it. We don't become that person by getting it, we get it by becoming that person. And this can be very difficult if our circumstances don't align. So if I am dead set on doing something very expensive this year, like purchasing land or traveling around the world or Investing in a new business venture, but circumstantially, I have $100 in my bank account. It's very easy for the circumstances to get into our head and tell us that it's not possible. And we operate as somebody who doesn't have the funds. And so, this is not about, again, not about fake it till you make it, not about having a false abundance mindset. In a situation where circumstances do not support the way of being intellectually, we do everything in our power to operate as the person who has what we want, with consideration for our circumstances. So I'm not going to run out and try to, I don't know, get a loan when I don't have the credit or the money. I could look at personal loans, yes, but I'm not going to ignore my circumstances. I'm not going to quit my current job because I am now the person who owns land and doesn't have to work because I have so much money. That's a false abundance mindset. That's the idea of leaping in the net will appear, but the net doesn't appear if we're not embodied in it, if we're not truly trusting and aligned with, if we haven't done that deeper healing work. So no false abundance mindset, no taking actions that would be detrimental to the now just because the me who has all of that would be able to just spend money freely. Everything that you do, though, comes from that frequency of being the person who has what you want you have more trust, you have more faith, you're more surrendered, you're staying plugged into the vision for what you want. You are moving as them now. You are making decisions as them now, even within the confines of your current circumstances. This can be tricky. This can be hard to do alone. This is where mentorship and coaching and process work and acupressure helps tremendously. So if you're really struggling with this, how do I embody that way of being when my circumstances are so far from it? Please let me support you. Let's do a VIP day. That is where we dig into your personality type, your energetics, your winning strategy, your core wounds. We do process work to clear your biggest blocks and stoppers, and we help get you clear on what you want for you from your purpose, from your fullest expression, and what needs to happen to get there not just in what we do. So there's two types of strategies in this work we do in VIP days. It's the actionable strategy of the steps that we take and what we do, and it's also very heavily way of being work. So we can work on that together. But it's this interesting balance of holding that I am the person who has the things that I want, existing as them, moving as them, being as them, vibrating as them, while being mindful of current circumstances. But when we're embodying that way of being, we're not limited by current circumstances. We're able to think differently. We see things differently. We'll, we align with different opportunities and possibilities. Kind of complex. And then the fifth part of our methodology is action. And action and making, com- making the impossible inevitable is conversation. It's the internal conversations and the external conversations that move us forward rapidly. So all of this... This methodology I have studied, I have put into practice, we are seeing it modeled more and more with more of our expanded interviews, more of our examples of people in process and who have made the impossible happen, as well as just continuing to touch on this throughout the show, you're seeing the methodology and how it works. It's a process. Making the impossible happen, not magical thinking, not for the lucky few, it is a process that you live fully. It is a process that you live fully and that requires full embodied way of being. Whatever your big wild crazy dreams are for this year, I promise you they are achievable and you can move them forward rapidly. That is not marketing speak, that is not magical thinking. If you learn to live this methodology, if you are willing to do the deeper healing and growth work, the subconscious reprogramming, you change how you engage with life. And when you change how you engage with life, life responds to you differently. That is just how it works. And you have nothing to lose by practicing this. Every step of the methodology, nothing to lose. I will link to the first or second episode that we did that lays out the methodology in more detail. But when you can really live this, like it becomes baked into your way of being, baked into your way of thinking about how you achieve goals and make seemingly impossible things happen, your life will change. You will still come up against obstacles. There will still be things that happen that are hard and challenging. There will still be real systems and circumstances that delay things and slow you down and make them hard. But you operate differently. You learn to work with life and the world differently. And so, Anything crazy, big, wild, exciting that you want to achieve this year, you can but not if you do it from the old paradigm. New year, new me. I'll just magically, poof, do everything differently tomorrow and hope it sticks. This is about new embodied way of being. What does that mean for you based on what you want? And is what you say you want rooted truly in your desires and your purpose? Or do you need to do that deeper alignment work? Are you really looking at the deeper traumas and wounds and limiting beliefs and subconscious programming and all of these things that get in our way? Are you actually working on them? Or are you hoping that they'll just magically be left behind in last year? That's not how it works. They perpetuate for as long as we let them stay stored. We have to process them out. And there are different ways to do that. We can do process work. We can do acupressure. You can find the modality elsewhere that's right for you. You don't have to do this alone, and that's part of it. The you who has the things that you want probably has a bit more support than you do now. I would guess, because that's true for most people. Most people are trying to power through, trying to override their programming, hoping and praying and false abundance, mindsetting their way around through life versus really digging in and doing the work. And that's hard for us to do alone because the subconscious doesn't want us to. So if you're struggling, if you really feel... Like, you can't get traction. Please remember what I say all the time. You are not broken. You are not incapable. You are just blocked. There is just something there that needs healing or repatterning or clearing. There are so many ways to do that. Please reach out for help to me, to someone else, anyone. You don't have to do this alone. And with the new year, with this episode, I would love to know, what is it that you deeply desire? And what is the embodied way of being that you need to step into in order to make that a reality as quickly as possible? And where are you stuck? What do you need to work on? Is it that you're really not clear what you want because you've been living for other people for so long? Awesome. That's something to start with, to work on. Is it that you keep self-sabotaging no matter what you do? Awesome. What's there on a deeper level that you can work with and be free of? Please see every misstep, every failure, every moment of self-sabotage, every moment of stepping out of the embodied way of being, of going backwards on what you say you want as a beautiful gift. It is frustrating and disappointing and it hurts and it sucks. Yes. And it's a gift if you're willing to see it that way. It's a gift because you can go, okay, I see you. I keep doing this. I keep telling myself that story. I keep getting tripped up here. I keep freaking out and running away. I keep self-sabotaging. What's there? What can I work on? What can I heal? Where can I get support? Do I even really want this thing? Is that it? All of these are gifts. So please, as we enter the new year, as we all go charging towards our new big exciting goals for 2024, rather than beat yourself up, stay open eagerly awaiting any misstep, any ways that you fail, slip up, go backwards, self-sabotage. If you really want this year to be different, if you really want to be a new and different you, a more aligned and purposeful you, you have to welcome all those things that get in the way of it versus letting them spiral you out in stories and interpretations, activating your subconscious winning strategy and putting you back into old ways of being that Push what you really want further and further away. New year, new embodied way of being leads to new experiences all around. And to do that, I really need you to welcome every way in which you feel like you're not doing that. Really welcome every trigger, every self-sabotaging moment, every spiral, every story. Welcome them. Be present to them. Thank them for coming up now. And then take the steps to get the support that you need to move through that so that you can plug back into what you really desire and you can continue moving towards it quickly because you're able to stay plugged in to who you need to be to have it. This work is very simple, but very challenging. You don't have to do it alone. Happy new year to everybody. If there is any way that I can support you, please check the show notes for resources and I will be back soon with another episode.